hello friends cuties and chudus welcome to potter's podcast episode 16 book 1 chapter 5 diagon alley hagrid lost himself after a ride in gringotts courts to ease himself he went to leaky cauldron to have a drink leaving harry in mad malkin's shop to buy his school robes harry meets a wizard and let's see how he handles the situation madam malkin was a squat smiling witch dressed all in mauve hogwarts dear she said when harry started to speak got the lot here another young man being fitted up just now in fact said madam malkin in the back of the shop a boy with a pale pointed face was standing on a footstool while a second witch pinned up his long black robes madam malkin stood harry on a stool next to him slipped a long robe over his head and began to pin it to the right length hello said the boy hogwarts too yes said harry my father's next door buying my books and mother's up the street looking at wands said the boy he had a bored drawling voice then i'm going to drag them off to look at raising brooms i don't see why first years can't have their own i think i'll buy father into getting me one i'll smuggle it somehow harry was strongly reminded of dudley have you got your own broom the boy went on no said harry play kudich at all no said harry again wondering what on earth kudich could be i do father says it's a crime if i'm not picked to play for my house and i must say i agree no what house will be in at no said harry feeling more stupid by the minute because all he had to say is just so no well no one really knows until they get there do they but i know i'll be in slytherin all our family have been imagine being in hufflepuff i think i'd leave wouldn't you mm said harry wishing he could say something a bit more interesting i say look at that man said the boy suddenly nodding towards the front window hagrid was standing there grinning at harry and pointing at two large ice creams to show he couldn't come in that's hagrid said harry pleased to know something the boy didn't he works at hogwarts oh said the boy i've heard of him he's a sort of servant isn't he he's a gamekeeper said harry his liking towards the boy becomes less and less every second yes exactly i heard he's a sort of savage lives in a hut on the school grounds and every now and then he gets drunk tries to do magic ends up setting fire to his bed i think he's brilliant said harry coldly do you said the boy with a slight sneer why is he with you where are your parents they are dead said harry shortly he didn't feel much like going into the matter with this boy oh sorry said the other not sounding sorry at all but they were our kind weren't they they were a witch and a wizard if that's what you mean i really don't think they should let the other sort in do you they are just not the same they've never been brought up to know our ways some of them have never even heard of hogwarts until they get the letter imagine i think they should keep it in the old wizarding families what's his surname anyway but before harry could answer madam malkin said that's you done my dear said harry not sorry for an excuse to stop talking to the boy 
hopped down from the footstool. Well, we'll see you at Hogwarts, I suppose," said the drawling boy. Harry was rather quiet as he ate the ice cream Hagrid had bought him, chocolate and raspberry with chopped nuts. "What's up?" said Harry. "Nothing," Harry lied. They stopped to buy parchment and quills. Harry cheered up a bit when he found a bottle of ink that changed color as he wrote. When they had left the shop, he said, "Hagrid, what's Quidditch?" Blim me, Harry! I keep forgetting how little you know, not knowing about Quidditch. Don't make me feel worse," said Harry. He told Hagrid about the pale boy in Madame Malkin's, and he said people from Muggle families shouldn't even be allowed in. You're not from a Muggle family. If you'd know who you were, he's growing up knowing your family. If his parents were wizarding folk, you saw what everyone in the Leaky Cauldron was like when they saw you. Anyway. What does he know about it? Some of the best have ever were the only ones with magic in them in a long line of muggles. Look at your mom. Look what she had for a sister. So what is Quidditch? It's a sport. Wizard sport. It's like um like soccer in the muggle world. Everyone follows Quidditch. Played up in the air on broomsticks and there's four balls. Sada hard to explain the rules. What are Slytherin and Hufflepuff? School houses. There's four. Everyone says Hufflepuff or a lot of duffers, but I bet I'm a Hufflepuff," said Harry gloomily. "Better Hufflepuffs than Slytherin," said Hagrid darkly. "There's not a single witcher wizard who went bad who wasn't Slytherin. You know who was one? Wall. Sorry. You know who was at Hogwarts? Years and years ago," said Hagrid. They bought Harry's school books in a shop called Flourish and Blots, where the shelves were stuffed to the ceiling with books as large as paving stones, bound in leather, books the size of postage stamps in covers of silk, books full of peculiar symbols, and a few books with nothing in them at all. Even Dudley, who never read anything, would have been wild to get his hands on some of these. Hagrid almost had to drag Harry away from curses and counter curses. Bewitch your friends and befuddle your enemies with the latest revenges, hair loss, jelly legs, tongue tying, and much, much more. By Professor Vindictus Viridia. I was trying to find out how to curse Dudley. I'm not saying that's not a good idea, but you not to use magic in the Muggle world except in very special circumstances," said Hagrid. And anyway, you couldn't work any of them curses yet. You'll need a lot more study before you get to to that level. Hagrid wouldn't let Harry buy a solid gold cauldron either. It says pewter on your list, but they got a nice set of scales for weighing potion ingredients and a collapsible brass telescope. Then they visited apothecary, which was fascinating enough to make up for its horrible smell—a mixture of bad eggs and rotted cabbages. Barrels of slimy stuff stood on the floors. Jars of herbs, dried roots, and bright powders lined the walls. Bundles of feathers, strings of fangs, and snarled claws hung from the ceiling. While Hagrid asked the man behind the counter for a supply of some basic potion ingredients for Harry, Harry himself examined silver unicorn horns at twenty-one galleons each and minuscule glittery black beetle eyes. Five nuts a scoop. Outside the apothecary, Hagrid checked Harry's list again. 
Just your wand left. Oh yeah, and still I haven't got you a birthday present. Harry felt himself go red. You don't have to. I know I don't have to. Tell you what, I'll get you animal, not a toad. Toads went out of fashion years ago. You'd be laughed at and I load like cats. They make me sneeze. I'll get you an owl. All the kids want owls. They are dead useful. Carry your mails and everything. Twenty minutes later, they left Ilope's Owl Emporium, which had been dark and full of rustling and flickering jewel-bright eyes. Harry now carried a large case that held a beautiful snowy owl fast asleep with her head under her wing. He couldn't stop stammering his thanks, sounding just like Professor Quirrell. Don't mention it. said harry gruffly don't expect you have had a lot of presents from them dursleys just olivanders left now only plays for wands olivanders and you got to have the best wand a magic wand a magic wand this was what harry had been really looking forward to the last shelf was narrow and shabby peeling gold letters over the door read olivanders makers of fine wands since 382 bc A single wand lay on a faded purple cushion on the dusty window. Just like that, we couldn't let him buy the wand. We should accompany him, but not now. We shall accompany him in the next episode. Till that, share the episodes. Let's share and spread magic in the air. Thank you.